Welcome to the 301 Colored Commentators, a monthly podcast series where two black men from the state of Maryland debate and get their hot takes on movies, professional wrestling, and TV shows. So have a listen, have a look-see, but nonetheless, enjoy. Hey, what's up, folks? How you doing? What's up, fellas and ladies? Yeah, ladies too. Yeah. 301 Colored Commentators, season two, episode number five. That's right. End of the month, end of August, here we are, we're literally, back. Literally, literally. the end of August. Uh, it's August 31st today, that's yeah, right. facts. Mm-hmm. But we didn't want to leave y'all hanging, not at all. We got, a, we got a great show for you guys tonight. That's right, we're going to be talking about Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls. Which... Chicago. Ace <laughs> Ventura. <laughs> Yo, that show, oh, that movie, we'll be... funny as shit. Wrong, but funny as shit. Yeah, we're, we'll get into that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We're going to be talking about uh, the female professional wrestlers and the impact that they had on the business. Yep. And yep. lastly, we'll be talking about the Amazon Prime series, Hunters. Mm-hmm. The one about neo-Nazis with Al Pacino. Well, yep. not neo-Nazis, but Nazi hunters. Yeah, yeah, yeah more or less. Yeah, yeah like, like, like Brad Pitt and the Glorious Bastards, they're in the business of killing Nazis. That's a good movie, too. Shout out to Tarantino. The way World War II should have ended. The American Jews murk Hitler over and over again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's very good. Uh, we'll get we'll get into it. Yeah, yeah, this is a yeah a lot of. We'll get into it. Yeah, hunters. It's a what if reality, pretty much a what if America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we'll get into that because there's, there's the opening scene in there. As a Maryland native, it pissed me off, but we'll get into that. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, enough enough of my crying. What are you uh What you been up to, man? Man, I went home, dog. Tell us where home is. Home is Ghana, West Africa. Mm-hmm. I just got back. Motherland. The motherland. The roots. It's been a while. Long time coming. I think 2018 was the last time I was home. So yeah. it was good. Good, F- good going back. And FYI, he said Ghana. He didn't say Wakanda. Yeah. The mm-hmm. real shit. The black star. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so Because some niggas out there think that Wakanda is a real place in Africa. <laughs> I mean... Who knows? Who knows? I mean, I mean, what's it called? I saw a meme a few years ago saying they got they got they got a Wakanda for light skinned black people. It's called yeah. well, kinda. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, this guy. But yeah, it was great. Um, went home to witness love uh, and spread love. Um, so yeah, my cousin got married. Shout out to my cousin Joel and oh, his nice. wife Clara. Now family. So that was that was dope. Um, and then I, you know. How's a wedding? How's a wedding in um, in Ghana compared to compared to an American wedding? Oh, you never been to an African wedding, have you? No. Well, you go to mine one day. Um, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it was good. So usually the African wedding is is in two parts. There's the traditional engagement, which is really the traditional wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was one part. It was basically where the man, you know, goes to the lady's family. And you know, asks for that hand in marriage. It's traditional. I mean, that's already pre-planned, of course. But yeah. like, you know, he goes to the lady's home, more or less, and um, asks the family for the hand in marriage. And you know, his family has to convince her family why mm-hmm. he should give the, the lady up. You obviously have to pay yeah. the family, you know, the due respects, dowries, or whatever. Or mm-hmm. whatever. But I mean. It's not as like root traditional, but the tradition has continued. So like it's already pre-planned. Everybody knows they're getting married, but you have to gotta go through the customs and stuff. Understood. So that was dope. Um, my cousin is Elwe, so he's from my mom's side. He married to married a girl that's from the north, uh, upper east. Um, actually, from the same tribe as Rex. 
Oh yeah? Rex. yeah, yeah, yeah. So shout out to Rex. So yeah, it was uh different tribes, very distant, um, Mary. And then the second part was the white wedding, as we call it, which is the church wedding. Uh-huh. We did that um a few days after that. So that was dope. Um saw a lot of family that I hadn't seen in a while, and then I linked up with some of my old homies from um back when. So it was it was fire. It just was just how everything happened so quickly. And I was, it was productive, dog. I had to take care of business over there, so I did that as well. How long was you there for? Like two weeks, exactly. Two weeks. Yeah, so it was fire um, just to be back home and get reacclimated to things. It's, it's been a while. Obviously, it, the world is moving fast. So yes, a lot of things has. had changed. A lot of things were the same. So it was, it was good, dog. I, I hope to keep that pace going, like, you know, going at least once a year. So that should be fire. I hope, I hope you do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, don't worry. When my time comes, I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you in on an African wedding. I bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I'm in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For I'm sure. in. I've already been to. You no, Pan- you in there, dog. I've already been to an English wedding. I've been to a Panamanian wedding. I've yet to have an African wedding. Yeah, you in there, dog. I got you. Bet. I got you. What you been up to? Um, I got back. To, I got back from Connecticut this past Monday. I was there for like four days. Yeah, just hanging around my family. Good stuff. Getting my recharging myself pretty much, and I went to my old school, my college, University of Connecticut. Oh, yeah. I had to go up there. The Huskies. Mm-hmm. I had to go up there just to get some jerseys after they won the um, what they won the tournament this right. year. Yeah, basketball joint. Basketball joints, some hats, some shirts. I don't want I, and some shot glasses too. New England shit. Mm-hmm. But what's it called? There was moving weekend there, so. Oh yeah, so college it, is going back. So, yeah, yeah. A lot of colleges are going back, and plus my school, it looks like an actual downtown. Stores are like an actual downtown region now. It doesn't look all run down like back in the nineteen. 80s no more yeah yeah they have a student union now um okay. i tried to get into my old dorm the one i stayed in for the past, in the last two no years dice. but they would let they would let me oh, in man. fine by me i mean i just came here to go to the co-op and get some shit now i gotta get out of here yeah man not i, I can really was the last time you were out on the campus when was the last time you were there? 2012 was the last time i was on campus uh, and so back, yeah hell yeah and even back, hella different and even yeah it is hella different even back then Shit had changed a little bit to the point where I was, I was like, I don't need to come back here ever again. Yeah. But I had reason to this year, 11 years later. I can imagine. Because even Maryland, the first day I stepped in, yeah. what it looks like now, different world. Your student union looks like a fucking shopping mall down it's, there. It's, it's gradually when I first When we first started there in the, uh-huh. in the early 2000s, shit was different. School is so much bigger and so much newer. It feels almost borderline like ivy league uh, it is it's like our, our old high school too yeah. it's like we went same, same thing yeah. yeah yeah we went we went to our old high school well last time i was in there was 2003 may of 2003 and even yeah. then i was looking around like this is not it's so what it was before it was renovated makes Nothing. you feel old and shit man yeah it's like yeah. they took the paintings down like what the hell yeah 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 yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah exactly, exactly but um it's, yeah it looks Bougie-fied, extra bougie-fied. I mean, this is Bethesda, so I'm not surprised, but it looks very different from when we were there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but so. that's, that's um, things that have changed. Um, yeah. What else has been going on? I saw that Barbie movie. You actually saw this shit? I actually saw it, yeah. You liked it? To my surprise, yes. Ah. To my surprise. I liked it, a lot of the themes that they I'm put gonna, in there. I'm going to get you a nice little Ken t-shirt for the next episode. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm trying to get you in that. Oh, inclusion. You gotta be. 
<laughs> no, I'll get you a nice Ken T-shirt. How about I get you a treasure troll? How about Wait, that? Why, dog? <laughs> you saw the movie, you repped for us, and now, so yeah. I only wanted to see that shit for myself, and I ended up liking it. Not enough to actually call myself a That's, fan of Barbie. But... Nah, I'm going to get you a Ken T-shirt for that. Uh-uh. I'm not going to wear We're it. We're going to make a poll. If you want me to get Cy a Ken T-shirt for the next episode, let us know. I'm going to get that joint ASAP. Get him, get him a Sting T-shirt from Beaver, WCW. Beaver Ken. <laughs> Ken Beaver. But yeah, let me know if you want me to get him a nice Ken t-shirt. Sting from our, WCW. Our, our latest Barbie fanatic right here, dog. Uh, I know Barbie fanatic. Dog, I'm going to get you a Ken t-shirt. I'm going to get you a Sting t-shirt with a crow. I'm going to get you a Barbie play dollhouse next episode. I'm going to get you some face y'all want paint. Me to, if y'all want me to do that, I just I'm going to get you some face paint so you like Sting. You can like Sting. The rest of you, you hate the most. It, watch it. Watch it. All right, yeah. Move it on. Let's go. Let's go. All right, what's it called? Yeah. Um, let's talk about our first topic for the night. Uh, Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls. Chicago. It was released November 8, 1995, and directed by Steve Edekirk. It was a sequel to 1994's Ace Ventura Pet Detective, and Jim Carrey reprises his role as the title character. In this film, as with the previous one, he's a detective who specializes in the retrieval of tame and captive animals. But this time, he's summoned to Africa to locate a missing bat in order to prevent a massacre between two warring tribes. Yeah, fictional place, Nibia. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what Nibia, is that what it's called? Wait, at the beginning, Bonai Nibia or something. It's fictional. Yeah, yeah, it's fictional. Like yeah, yeah. Wachutu, Wachati. Yeah. I think they're fictional too. Definitely fictional. Of course. Also co-starring in the film are uh, Simon Callow, Ian McNeese. Sorry about the delay, Ace. <laughs> 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 and so Sophie Oconido, who was in, a, what's it called? Um, what's that joke? Hotel Rwanda. She was in Hotel Rwanda. Yeah, yeah she was Don Cheadle's wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Tommy Davidson, who co-starred with Jim Carrey on A Living Color and grew up around the way for us in Summit Hills. He went to our high school, actually. Mm-hmm. And went to our high school. Yeah. yeah, he makes a cameo appearance in the film, too. Yeah, the film was critically panned, but it still grossed at $212 million against a $30 million budget. And, but because of the bad experiences that Jim Carrey and the director had, Jim Carrey did not want to reprise his character again after this role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this scene... This, what happened? Um, it wasn't clear? The, that was clear. It's like delays mm. or like rewrites. And Jim Carrey was like, no, fuck this. I'm not working. I'm not doing this again. Anyway, the last one was funny as shit. This one, well, this one was, it was sillier than the first film. And it was, like, it was like Jim Carrey. They gave him like free reigns to say and do whatever. It was better than the first one to me. Better? I think the first one had more of a whodunit type mystery. I mean, you know, the, yeah, yeah. So yeah, exactly. In that sense, yes. But. As far as the comedic aspect, this one is definitely funnier. This one's funnier. It's more, it's more, yeah. I want to say it's a little more over the top and more silly. Jim Carrey is like, he proved that he's a rubber face rap scallion. He improv a lot of this shit probably too. Probably, probably. Uh, like, like the, the, do I have to think of my tea? <laughs> Yo, I mean, from the get go, like at the beginning when they're doing a parody of the cliffhanger scene. Yeah, cliffhanger, yeah. Fucking trying to save a raccoon dog. Uh-huh. Of all animals, a raccoon dog. He loves all animals. Except I thought bats. you loved all animals, Mr. Ventura. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I revisited this a few nights back, a few nights back, and, and I first saw this when I was in seventh grade. Back when Jim Carrey, in the mid-90s, when Jim Carrey was the shit. He reminds me, of, John Wilhite reminds me of him. Yeah, shout out to our boy John, White Pac. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. he reminds me of him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> from back then, because when I, f- I first saw it, I think in eighth, um, I remember in, in class, art class, when John was in there, he used to come in there and do the Jim Carrey walk and imitate the Ace character. 
So everything, ever since then, it kind of, I kind of associated the character with him. I gotta see him do that if he can still do that if now. He can, if he can, yeah, because back then it was, it was he actually did a good job. The, the, the whole the Jim Carrey's his like rapid fire facial expression changes were just funny as hell. <laughs> Shall we go to jail? Shall we go to jail? And when you when you when you, there's just so many scenes that are just so funny. Yeah, know? like when he when he explains what stupid as hell. when he figures out the whole plot, he's like. That's what you slept in. That one was on your shoe, and, and that, that explains, explains the abrasion on your paw. Let me run that back for you. That's redemption is at hand. Thou shall be saved. Like, what the fuck do that got to do with that? Crazy dog. The Captain Compost reference, I get that because of the manure. Yeah, I the get manure. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even even Simon Cowell's gonna like the fuck is this nigga <laughs> doing? <laughs> hey, bruh. <laughs> yeah, man. There's so much going on in here. It's funny. So much going on in this movie, yo. So much going on. But yeah. Um. Um. What else? What else? Oh yeah. So yeah. Tough. So yeah, so basically, this is the premise. If we, if we can talk about this without laughing, okay. <laughs> Isn't it the premise? He's he's hired as a cover-up <laughs> or alibi investigator um, for missing um, sacred bat. Uh, an albino bat. Albino bat, for that matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's it called? He's, he's scared of, of all animals. He don't like bats. Yeah, he doesn't like bats. Uh, <laughs> he's, uh, first of all, he is traumatized because of his failed mission of saving the raccoon. So he goes into a monastery, <laughs> becomes a monk, and mm-hmm. clearly they've been waiting for the day that he leaves. Yeah. So they get him to, he's able to be convinced to leave. Yeah, the main monk manages to convince him to leave. Um, uh, un- unconvincingly to us, but for the movie purposes, it works. Right, right, right. So then, so he, he, he's sent to Africa, this fictional place, whatever, Nibia, whatever, <clears throat> to investigate the whereabouts of this, uh, this bat. But the whole idea behind it is this. What's the name of the guy? The, the white guy. Um, what's it called? Uh, the bad guy. Not Cadby. Uh, Cadby. Cadby. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, he. His intention is to have these two warring tribes. Well, they're about to war because of the missing bat. Mm-hmm. The bat is sacred. Um, to which was it? The Tutsis or the, 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 the I said the Tutsis. Tutsis is real life. Or what? Uh, Wachati. Wachati and what's the other one? Wachutu. Wachutu. Yeah. Yeah, the Wachati, they're the tribe with the bat and the princess. Yes. The Wachutu, yeah, that's uh, Tommy Davidson's tribe. The, the, the savage. First of all, if this movie was made today, it would probably be canceled because they're, even though I don't think Jim and the director intended, since it's a comedy in general, to, to any malice, it definitely has a lot of racial, you would get, racist connotations. You, like, you, you, yeah, the woke crowd would have a fucking field day with yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, it's, it just goes to show that back in the '90s, you could get away with anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You didn't um, have to be. You didn't have to be politically correct back then. Ironically speaking, though, like despite the uh, the racist undertones and everything, it does. <laughs> still, so funny. It does still paint the white man as the devil at the end. <laughs> it does. It does. Even Jim. It, it, after they find out he 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 banged the princess. Yeah, he, they can tell that. Yeah, he's fleeing as the, <laughs> as the white devil. So yeah, ironically speaking, even though I don't think that was the intention, like what they call Equensu Watcha. Equensu Watcha, dog. So, but yeah, so the whole idea was to get the two tribes to war and wipe each other out, so they can have control 
of, of the, I guess, the, the land and the bat population because yeah. the manure is uh, it's a, a billion dollar industry. It's a, yeah, it's a lucrative industry. Guano but, fertilizer. Yeah. 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 So he's like, you can't legally take possession of the caves as long as the Wachakis inhabit the area. And you want that dookie so bad you can taste it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Yes. Um, so. He explores both tribes uh, in a hilarious fashion. In a hilarious fashion, and um, learns and learns a lot of their customs, which I don't. I don't think are real. Like spitting on a dude yeah, to show your not. affection. Nah, nah. nah these, these are some of like the <laughs> the funniest shit in the movie, but they could be construed as very, very racist undertones. Mm-hmm. Um, considering like you know, phlegm, mucus. Yeah, is a is a what you call it, a gesture of of fancying another person. That alongside uh, consuming bat droppings and uh, drinking. <laughs> well, con- bat. Well, not consuming bat. No, bat droppings. droppings drinking from. Oh, consuming products from bowls made from bat droppings. Yeah, pretty much like what's yeah. involved. Yeah, guano bowls. Collect the whole set. Collect the whole set. No, <laughs> 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 uh, the initiation scene where he spits the spit balls at the dude up top. Yeah. He has such a serious face where she's like, you're so good at that. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah it's, it's pretty funny. Yeah, Sophia O'Connor, she's a British actress, half mm-hmm. white, half black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. she... Mm-hmm. I'm like, what's it called? I'm like, they're, they're, I'm like, how do you not laugh at this shit? How do you keep a straight face? I've, I've, there's never been a time where I've, I've not found this movie funny, and I really shouldn't because it's wrong. Yeah, I, I keep wondering how you, was, you being African, how you felt about that. At the time, I didn't... I'm, as, as an adult, I see the offenses, but as, I was a kid, so I didn't really look that far. But now, like, understanding dynamics is definitely, like, a fucked up movie, but it's funny. It's, it's, if you have any humor in you, it's kind of funny. It is funny in you, yeah, I mean, kind of funny. it's a callback to In Living Color. There is a sketch in there, or what's it called, where, like, a, a real pompous white woman goes to some African tribe as a diplomat, and, and she wants one guy to translate everything she's saying. And he just and he, translate everything wrong. Not everything wrong, but what's it called? Basically, like translating the subtext of what she's saying. I mean, I was I was sent to your quaint little country instead of the other assignment as I originally expected. I didn't kiss the president's ass enough, so I got this shit. Ah, <laughs> that's it. Oh, that. you got yeah. you, got you, got you. And, and it was David Allen Greer so speaking of some fake ass African shit. In can I see what I'm saying? Damn! Wow! <laughs> like that. Wow! Yeah, even that wouldn't even fly fly today, bro. Or it wouldn't. Yeah, bro. <laughs> no, man. <laughs> I should be laughing. I'm going to help her laugh at that shit. But even even his interpreter was an idiot in the movie. Well, I would have. I would have. <laughs> was stupid as hell. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm sure I would looking for help as we speak. Hello, is Look, they found me. No sweat. Don't beat yourself. Don't beat yourself up. Don't beat yourself up. And uh, Udo's supposed to be on his side as he gets as he gets his ass whooped. Yeah, by Tommy Davis and uh, Udo just joins it up to box him with the spears. With the spears, dog. It's in the bone. It's in the bone. Queasy Chief said you'll make him laugh. Yeah, like CC girl. He wants to beat his ass, and he's still knocking at CC girl. Shortly after, as he's exiting, they still troll him. <laughs> they throw yeah, one of the fungus bear darts at his ass. Right. Well, the fungus bear in Akala is the false one, right? Or is that the real one? The uh, what's it called? The, the dart, because the dart was mimicked by those two hunters. Those yeah, those two, two Australian, Australian game hunters. Yeah, yeah. 
So the fungus bearing Akala, was that theirs or was that the tribes? I don't remember. What's it called? I don't remember. The darts of Atutu Shaman. And when compared to one of the darts that hit me earlier, same. Only, only to the, the untrained, untrained eye. eye. <laughs> he said a red mimosa tree and there's only one area in the, in the forest with that kind of a tree. I'm like, you, you know that? You know, you know uh, that how do you know that? Yeah. I'm like, you've only been there for two days, but you took a look around that Right. Place. I mean, I know you're intuitive, but goddamn. No, did you realize at the beginning of the movie, as he's going into like the forest or whatever, the, the actual indigenous tribe, there's yeah. a fucking sign for subway that goes off road. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw what that. What the yeah. hell is that even mean? Yeah. Product placement. I guess. But like, but, but like in, in, that in area, context in that to that area, movie, it's like, what? What? Yeah. Why is that there? Why is that there, dog? A gag. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, um, my what else? What else? Um, um, what are some of your favorite scenes in this? My favorite, one of my favorite scenes is what's it called? The... Um, when he summons the elephant, like, oh, get him! Just one more thing. <laughs> Ooh, you do do, and the guy's like, "What are you doing?" What are you doing? No, that dude makes the funniest expression. No, one of the funniest scenes, Loki, that <laughs> I didn't find as funny when I was younger. Yeah, was literally the first time he's introduced to these aristocratic assholes yeah when he gets off the when he hits when he like slaps the horse oh, yeah. to get to him and he gets off the horse and he's like hello mr ventura he takes the cane and gives him a haymaker of a clash dog <laughs> he's like oh funny didn't seem as painful when you were hitting the horse <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> oh shit that cane was hilarious that, that, that wasn't called. No, he hit the shit out of him, though. He did. He barely even flinched. He was like, <laughs> it's funny. He didn't seem the pain he did to the horse. Right, 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 right. And my work habits, like I said, a workaholic. Yeah. The urine stain on your pants indicates that you're a single-shaped man. <laughs> that shit was funny. Far too busy for the follow-up jiggle. <laughs> Far too busy for the follow-up jiggle. Only a dude will understand that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Only a dude will understand that, but that's fu- that 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 was a funny ass. Uh, that's the way he said it. Far too busy for the follow up jiggle, dog. <laughs> he's a workaholic, dog. His yeah. mind is always at work, so you know. I get it. I get it. But second, I get it. But that that that, that just made it like, funnier. It's random as shit, like that you come to that conclusion. But um, he's it is a display of his expertise as a detective. He can read people. Yeah, yeah he's not yeah. just animals. Yeah, exactly. Oh, another funny scene was what's it called the rhino scene where he's in that disguise. Oh yeah, rhino. he's trying to. <laughs> and, and the, and like, the power Mom! goes out. Yeah. The power goes out. <laughs> he's like warm, and he starts stripping. Yeah. Then he's like, all right, I gotta get out. Like, oh, the, the oxygen starts to run out, or whatever. Oxygen starts to run out, starts to get too hot in there, and he yeah. has to get out through Exit a tiny the hole. The, the, the basically the asshole, the rhino. Yeah. And yeah. some white couple, some white couple with shoulder comes by. Oh look, the mother Ooh, rhino's giving birth. birth. <laughs> the sound he was making was like a, it looked like it looked freakish as hell yeah dog yeah dog and the father like he was about to throw up he's like arr, arr. <laughs> Bro. Bobby Bobby let's get out of here let's get out of here <laughs> the kid's like cool yeah cool yeah I was like wait what it's yeah Oh my goodness. Yeah, that part was funny as shit too, right? It was just funny, it was funny as yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and no, and the part where the the lady what's her face? The the, the princess? The, the princess is trying to get is trying to smash him. Yeah. And he's like, nah, 
I have sworn to take a life of, of celibacy. celibacy. And then, as a result, he goes and beats his meat. Yeah. <laughs> but she was like, well, perhaps this will assist like, your decision. He looks down. He's like, what did he say? Those are... Those are very nice. Those are very nice. <laughs> but um, what did he say? I'm, I'm not... I am a holy man. Yeah. I think of women as the mothers of our children. A safe house for the miracle of procreation. <laughs> Do you have a dollar? Do you have a dollar? <laughs> then he goes in to meditate, a.k.a. beat his meat, yeah. dog. Ooh, mama. Ooh, mama. Ooh, mama. <laughs> like, it, must been a, it must have been a long time. The way he was doing it is like, being a monk, you can't get away with shit. <laughs> this man said, ooh, mama. <laughs> yeah, he was definitely he was definitely saying... Oh, a, God. Motherfucker was definitely giving a shout-out to his one-eyed monster. Dog. Choking the chicken. And the dude was like, dude walks in. He's like, I'll get a little cranky. I'm like, you ironically, you a pet detective, lover of all animals, and here you are choking a chicken. Fair enough. Good point there, Sai. Yeah, well, this Ace Ace is like, (laughs) yeah. What else is funny? What else is funny in the film? When he finally said, "The spirit will overcome." The spirit will overcome. He's tripping over shit, falling over tree branches, <laughs> struggling to overcome his phobia or whatever it is that he has against bats. Phobia, yeah. It's like, peasants have to come in through. Clear a path, people! <laughs> oh, man. And the, 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 the mating season for the silverback gorilla. Oh, yeah. In the, in the bushes. Yeah. It's yeah. mating season and they can be a little hostile. They shake it in the bushes, yeah. The silverback gorilla. Oh, man. You hear that? What? Silverback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can get $5,000 for one of those. Yeah. What about the rat? Yeah, forget the rat. Right. <laughs> then as he tries to steal the rat, mm-hmm. that's a, she's a nice one, ain't she? What? <laughs> oh! <laughs> the sound effects he makes yeah. when they hit him with the dark. Uh-huh. Oh! <laughs> Goes down, all he sees is their feet, and he gets right. attached to that, that rat. Like, how you survive that? Seriously, seriously. You should be dead. Seriously. Strapped to that thing, uh-uh, yeah. you hit a rock or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. This ain't like Indiana Jones where you go down three waterfalls and still live. Right, right. Yeah, this one right here, um, what's it called? The um, It was sillier than the first film. Carrie went a little bit more over the top as the character. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what's it called? It was... <laughs> In seventh grade, this was talked about a lot. This and the cable guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was around the same era. They yeah. came around the same time. I, I yeah. feel like Dumb and Dumber was close, too, right? A year before. A year before? Yeah. Okay. Around the first Ace Ventura. Mm, okay. Okay. Dumb and Dumber. Jim Carrey, he was a beast in the 90s. He was a rare form around that time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even, even what's it called? His more serious jokes, like Man on the Moon and the Truman, Truman Show. Show. Truman Show was good. Yeah. I mean, that was influential even to this day. Look at the most recent season of Black Mirror with the Everybody Hates Joan episode. Still haven't watched it. Yeah, that, that shit right there was like... Good. That yeah. episode, like, there was like... It reflects what they're doing with the writers, what the writer's strike is afraid of with AI replacing actors mm. and whatnot. And, it's, and it was more like the Truman Show 2.0. Okay. Yeah, it was a good I'll episode. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I need to finish watching Succession and I'm going to get to it. I bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but... Um, um, yeah, dog. Who else is in this? Uh, that, uh, that 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 one uh, that one zookeeper in the film, the one did the whole eye thing with my brother. Oh uh, yeah, 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 Quinn. I think Quinn. his name was Quinn in that joint. Mm-hmm. I remember him from uh, what's it called? Shawshank Redemption. He was the warden in there. Oh yeah. 
and Demolition Man, where he was. Uh, yeah, he was in there too. He was bald in there. Bald, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, yeah was, he, he was a police officer, right? Yeah, he was the chief. It's Stallone. He hated Stallone's yeah, character. Yeah, he did. He did. Oh yeah. What do you think you're scratching, caveman? Yeah, yeah. That was around that that whole era of mid '90s. '93. Yeah, early to mid '90s movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some actors are just known for their time in the '90s, really. Yeah. Like Kevin Gage. Who's that one? Who's that? He was in um, what was he in Heat? He played Wangro in Heat. Um, mm-hmm. he was one of the one of the people that Nicolas Cage killed in, in the Con Air earlier in the film. Mm, okay. G.I. Jane, he was in that too. He was a drill sergeant. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I just remember him from the '90s. Nothing else. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. But um, yeah. Um, what else you got? I'm trying to think of other scenes that were great. I mean, outside of the test, <laughs> when he, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, the the, the, the Wachutu tribe. Yeah, that was that was interesting. Giving uh, birth on like, and she pushed yeah, out, yeah, pushes it, push out a, a fucking cabbage patch doll. Seriously, seriously. Uh, yeah, women, women, they can give birth, but they don't expect to raise children like that. That yeah, velocity. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, at any velocity, really. Yeah, that was wild. Um, I'm trying to think. I guess, I guess, more or less, it's not so much the scenes that are as funny as the dialogue in this movie. Like the, how, quote, and, the quotables and the random, just... and, and how he says the dialogue too. Yeah, yeah. Ace Ventura, pet detective, and you must be the monopoly the guy. guy. Hey, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for the free parking. No, <laughs> <laughs> so when he goes, when he first goes into the tribe, yeah, and he's like, "Bumbly Tuna, your balls are showing." Bumbly, t- they did not know about disease until, until the, the white, white man, man came. <laughs> <laughs> and in the trailer, they showed him say, I am fighting something. They don't show that in the movie. Mm, 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 mm. They edited that out. They did yeah. that out. They kept that in. That part was funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the balls. Like, like, shh. But yes, but to the natives, Chicago. <gasps> uh, Chicago. Oh. Uh-huh. Shish kebab. Right. Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> Chicago! Hey, no, he was about to get destroyed when he stepped on that shrine. You remember mm-hmm. when he first stepped, when he steps on the shrine, he's like, Oh, Chicago! Exactly. He's like, holy shit. <laughs> hey, take it easy. Yeah. I'm a movie guy. And then, <laughs> then he starts getting on the, getting on yeah, the thing and then the guy's yeah, looking. Yeah, I'm surprised what, uh, a wounded in a... Didn't alert them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, is an idiot. Yeah, I was just He's about to idiot. say that. He's an idiot. So, uh, I'm not surprised. Okay, super. Take care. Bye-bye, Bye. then. <laughs> Are your legs sore? Do you need me to carry you? <laughs> so I have a very high pain for... I have a, a very thresh, high threshold for pain. pain. Holy, Holy monkey! monkey. <laughs> <laughs> like... <sighs> like, let's get the fuck out of here now. Hey, dog. Again. <laughs> they were trolling the shit out of him, dog. That might have been my favorite part of that whole scene. When they just the when, you, when, when they just start trolling him the whole time. Mm-hmm. After he becomes Dean, this goes from like Quentin Watcher to Sissy Girl, dog. Yeah. Yeah. Chief said you'll make him laugh. <laughs> you are like, like Sissy Girl. girl. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to be on my side. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, man. But yeah. I've only met you. How do I know? Well, good point. That's the only smart thing you said. Yeah, I know. I know. Only smart thing I would have said the whole film. Exactly. <laughs> and then getting everybody to get against the the the, the real white devil, the the Cadby. Yeah, exactly, 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 exactly. Quincy Watcher, Quincy Watcher. Let me guess. White devil, white devil. Yes. Do you speak my <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna speak right here. 
Dog. I'm like, this nigga right here, you silly motherfucker. Yeah, the movie's wrong, man. It's wrong. Like, in hindsight, it's so wrong, but... Nah. Then again, so was, the so was the first Ace Ventura, really. What's it called? Talking about transsexuals. Yeah. That was... Wasn't that a hermaphrodite, though? Was she not a hermaphrodite? It's some, it's some Bruce, it was some Bruce Jenner shit. Where they had work... every All the work done, but they still kept their junk. Ah, uh, okay. So he... Sh I don't know. I don't know though. Finkel, what it what it what it was? Wink, Lois Einhorn, Ray Finkel. Ray Finkel was originally a hermaphrodite, but he or she. It was a man, but what's it called? Switched it up. Switched it up, yeah, because he tucked his dick between his legs very, yeah, very yeah, expertly yeah. on some Buffalo Bill from Sounds of the Lambs that, type shit. Yeah, apparently they 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 slept with him or her or or, or what's just it made out. Or made out at least, uh, at, at least. But what's it called? When Roger Predactor, the dude from the Dolphins, or what's it called? That's why Roger Predactor's dead. He found Captain Winky. What? He found what? He tried to pull the girl's pants in the back. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, yeah, you gotta I, go. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta go. I can't yeah, have you revealing yeah, my real identity, my, nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, watch this movie at your own risk. It's funny. Yeah, I it guess. is. Partially because it's nostalgic, because we enjoyed it as kids. Yeah, we enjoyed it back when we were twelve year olds. But yeah. I don't know if I'd have received it the same way if I watched it first. Watching, yeah, first one, if I first like this was my first watch. Yeah, it's still funny for me just because you know it still has a lot of the childhood you know, mm -hmm. nostalgia and stuff. Um, and it's like it's Jim Carrey humor. If you if you're into it, you like it. If not, mm, yeah. If you were a fan of Jim Carrey growing up, this is for you. If you're your first time seeing Jim Carrey, yeah, you might, you might not. Or you might yeah, not. You, it's just a hit or miss. For you, so yeah. Yes, sir. What's the next one? Okay, next we talk about female professional wrestlers and the impact that they've had in the business. Yep. Okay, we'll be for we'll be focusing primarily on the WWF slash WWE, but um, let me just go back to some history right quick. You see, some promotions they're actually exclusively for women. While others, they just have a separate divisions for women. Much like what the WWF had and the WCW, did they have that too? Hey, uh, so I started watching WCW in like 1990. Mm -hmm. And women at the time were more, more or less in the capacity of managers only, if I remember quite well. They might have been a women's sector, but I don't recall it. Yeah, they... Um, like, the, like I recall the WWF one. In 1990, though, that's when they got rid of the women's division in the WWF. They got rid of the women's title and only sporadically had women's matches. Like, during the New Generation Bret Hart era, Alundra Blaze was, like, the face of the women's uh, the women's division, yeah. but that didn't last long. It wasn't a hit with the fans. Ironically, she was the only, well, not the only, there was a few others, but she was the main, she was the face of women in WCW in the 90s. Like, she was Medusa. When she was Medusa, yeah. For the Dangerous Alliance. And she famously, when she left the company, she threw that belt in the trash on Nitro. She did, huh? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, among the nations, among the nations in the world that have women's professional wrestling, whether their own promotion or having women incorporated into like the main mainstream promotions, are Australia, Bolivia, Japan, Canada, Mexico, the United Kingdom, and of course, the United States of America. Mm. And and also, have you ever noticed how in professional wrestling, when the announcer is like introducing the women, they never reveal the woman's weight at all? Oh, yeah. The WWF competitor, a lot, a lot of promotions. Is including, I never actually paid attention to that. They never say their weight at all. Yeah, I noticed that. Like during the matches, I saw a match between the Glamour Girls and the Jumping Bomb Angels. See my shirt right here, the JBAs. Mm -hmm. Goats. Mm -hmm. The best female tag team I've ever seen. Best female pro wrestlers. They're fire. But um, 
I saw a match between the Bomb Angels and the Glamour Girls, and I noticed they, they didn't even announce their combined weight combined at all. Combined weight either. No. Not at all. Just where they're from and what their names are. I never paid attention to that. That's a great point. Yeah, they say that, what's it called, that um, they it's tradition that they don't announce the weight of, of female professional wrestlers because the whole adage about you don't ask a woman her age, do you? So don't ask yeah, her her weight. It's polite. Yeah, politeness. Yeah. yeah. And most, also, there are plenty of all-female pr- pr- promotions out there, but they're mostly independent. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, in Australia, the sole all-female pr- pr- promotion for pro wrestling is the Pro Wrestling Women's Alliance. The okay. PWWA. PWWA, okay. Yeah. I see. But, um... In the United States, though, there are currently four major professional wrestling promotions that actually have a unified women's division with the title. The WWE, who, like I said moments ago, they did away with that. They did away with that back in 1990, but slowly, sporadically brought it back. And now the women's division in the WWE is something to be reckoned with. I mean, look, it's, it's just as competitive and as as, as cherished as the male now. As, although some of them women from are, from what I heard, some of them women they are they can come with it, like Mickey James or. Charlotte Flair, that's a bad yeah, bitch. Yeah, I heard, I heard. Like, I, I don't watch wrestling anymore, but I... The little I bit have, I saw? I've actually heard that they their matches are actually really good now, and, like, they're good performers and mm-hmm. uh, great athletes. Um, that's why, the, that's why the, the women's division now is very competitive, and the fans are dear to it. Uh, whereas before, it was just, like, a, just there, an additive. Um, mm-hmm. But now people actually subscribe... The women actually have real... I mean, not that they didn't have real personalities in the 80s, but I think now... It took a, ba- it took a backseat to the men. Absolutely. Now it's like up there with the guys. Like, And they can come with it. These girls, yeah. they, they they really they really practice. They're professionals. They Absolutely. Show. They're great athletes. Like, so, yeah. Like, like for example, in the Attitude Era, they had they had some good pro wrestlers in there. China, Lita, yeah, Trish Stratus. Yeah, yeah. They were good. Yeah. But because they were hot, good-looking women, yeah. often put in like, bikinis, and China posed for Playboy, too. Yeah, that, and it was also like the, the attitude era, which was, was very sex, sex, it was sexualizing sex women. Yeah, it was very objectifying. You know, a woman was just sexual objects, so it just kind of put the actual performance to a back on the back seat. To, I mean, to you know their sexual appeal. I mean, Lita really like Lita. I always took her as a tomboy who could wrestle, right? Because she could do. She was the first woman I saw that could do a hurricanrana. Mm. Yeah, it, it took me. Here's what here's here's what took me to notice that she's actually hot. Her dancing with the two cool crowd, Rikishi, Scotty, <laughs> yeah, Grandmaster Sexy. Yeah. Her and the Hardy Boys dancing with them at the end. It's like, yeah. I never noticed it till now. God, you're, I want to smash you. <laughs> you're hot. Yeah, I hear you, man. I hear you. Um, I, I think it's also like parallel kind of sort of to like other women's sports, like soccer. Women's soccer is is. is Doing really well, mm-hmm. both in the club level and and the international. Like the World Cup just went; it was great. Like they yeah. were they were put, they put on a show. They they were balling. Like there wasn't just women kicking the ball. It was strategic. There was skill. Yeah. I mean, this is not the first time. Like the previous World Cup I watched was also good, but it's getting progressively better. And like we are actually respecting it more than before. Um, I think it's the same thing with the WWF or WWE, I guess they call it now. So like us, it's always going to be the WWF. Yeah, it's always going to be WWF for us. Um, but like even when you go on their platforms, like on the websites and on like TV, like platforms that actually hold a section for WWE, there's actually 
a section specifically for the women's wrestlers. So because they their personalities are, are they're real. Yeah, they in, in yeah. two thousand in two thousand fifteen they revamped their women's division. The WWF they revamped their women's division by hiring mainly independent wrestlers and not models. Mm. Not, yeah, mm. they, it was initially known as the Divas Revolution and later known as the Women's Revolution. Yeah. 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 The um. Yeah. 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 The women's promotion. Yeah, they um they got the WWE. They got Impact Wrestling, which was formal, formerly Total Nonstop Action Wrestling (TNA), mm-hmm. Ring of Honor (ROH), and All Elite Wrestling (AEW). Mm-hmm. And there are a bunch of independent promotions with women's wrestling divisions and championships. And Impacts, their fe- Impact, their female pro wrestlers were branded as the Knockouts. That's what they called them. Mm-hmm. Like, like for example, remember WWF used to call the women, their women wrestlers, the Divas. Divas, yeah. yeah. Up until 2016, they did that. Mm-hmm. And Ring of Honor, their female talent is known as the Women of Honor. Okay. Yeah, they're really trying to big up their women now. I mean, they're not trying to sh- not trying to sexualize them as yeah. much anymore. Yeah. Because that, that's another thing that made me want to get out of pro wrestling. Like, what's it called? Like, for example, um, what was that chick's name? What, I forget her name. Donna something. Donna, Don, Don Marie. Don Marie, that's her name. Mm. She had a storyline with like Tori Wilson. They when, Back when WWE, when the Attitude Era was doing some whole lesbian storylines with people. I was there vaguely. Yeah. I was there, but I wasn't like a, they had a, Don, attached to They had Don Marie as like a lesbian trying to seduce Tori Wilson and strip her clothes off on camera and, and even make <laughs> out with her and, wow. have, and feed her a drink. It's like, it's like, it's like the get men just look at it like, Gonna kiss? I'm like, I'm sitting there, I'm looking like, doing the most though. I'm looking at like, this is girl on girl is not cool anymore at this point. It's not cool. We came here to watch wrestling, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, honestly, the yeah. Brit, the same year during mm. the MTV VMAs, what what fucked that thing up was mm. the Britney Madonna kiss. Oh yeah, 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 that was around the same time. Yeah, at the it? same time, girl on girl, whatever you want to call it, it no longer was a novelty thing mm-hmm. anymore. It became like when you see it on like regular TV, it was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's like, it's like, and when the WWF did it, it's like this is just so cringe. I can tell yeah, the girls are not into it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, no, nah, but yeah, um, it's crazy because I was watching one of the episodes of the Dark Side of Wrestling. I'm listening. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, the dark side of wrestling, and um, I think it was a it was focused on Luna Vachon. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, she you know she she was actually a legit woman's wrestler. Isn't she Blackjack Mulligan's daughter? Yeah. Oh, yeah. and shout out to her her nephew, uh, Wyatt Wyatt Win- Wyatt Wyndham. Oh, that is her nephew. Huh? Yeah, he's a Blackjack Mulligan's grandson and IRS's son. Oh wow. Yeah, so he he's a third generation wrestler. Mm. I didn't even know IRS was in that circle. Yeah, Mike Rotunda. That's his Rotunda, name. Yeah, that's his real mm-hmm. name. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she when she was in the WWF, she was advocating to actually use her talents to kind of grow and bring back the women's wrestling division. They tried like back in the um back in like '93, '92, or whatever. Yeah. When um, what's it called? After Sensational Sherry fell out with Shawn Michaels after the whole Marty yeah, Jannetty yeah, return, yeah, yeah, yeah. Michaels was briefly using Luna Vachon as his valet. Yeah, but then at that time they weren't. Vince wasn't interested. Yeah, he wasn't interested yeah. in that. I mean, he kept using her sporadically. Yeah, and tried to have her go against Sherry. Like I'm like I remember I remember I remember that because it was on primetime wrestling one night on USA. And it was Luna and Sherry talking shit to each other outside the ring, and Luna sounded like some crazy combo character. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
I remember that. I'm like, she, um, yeah, that, that kind of drove her into depression because she kept fighting for her talents to be like used and exposed, but it just never. And she was married to Gangrel too. She was, yes, mm-hmm. she was. Uh, the vampire nigga from the Attitude Era. Yeah. So yeah, so she fell into depression and hit up the, the whole drug addiction stuff and drug abuse. Um, so Man. like, yeah, a lot of people were like, yo, if, if she were to be in this era, she would flourish because she's actually a very, very talented wrestler. Yeah, that. But because she wasn't on the attractive side, they didn't really know how to use her. They didn't because they were diverting more or less to the sexual or sexualizing. Or... I mean, would you consider Sherry sensational Sherry attractive? I mean, I look at her and like you can wrestle, but it's like I, 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 cause cause you're so crazy looking at times. I don't want to smash you. Like Miss Elizabeth, she looked. She looked. Miss Elizabeth was beautiful. She was pretty, very yeah, beautiful, and like and like respectable. Yes, if you want to very call elegant. That. She was very yeah. elegant. So even she was even, attractive. Like, even even when attractive. Macho even when Macho Man was a heel, yeah, Miss Elizabeth was like very graceful and just beautiful, elegant. Yeah, like I was even looking back, man. Even now, like I watch the old shit. I'm like, she has no yams, but the way she carries herself, mm-hmm. the way she dresses, yeah. She's she's beautiful. She's beautiful. I yeah, agree. I mean, she's beautiful. I mean, um, even 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 that that mini skirt or that she had as a distraction the first SummerSlam. I'm like, yeah, you got you got. She nice ain't got legs. no yams. You though. got legs. Yeah, <laughs> you got a pretty face, nice skin, but it's like you don't got no. You 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 are shaped like a white girl, a typical white girl. Yeah, she had no yams. No, yeah, she was a attra- like she's something about her, like like yeah, like you said. That was very attractive. It's like, it's like Pam Dauber from What's It Called, from Mork and Mindy. It's like, yeah, she's... Oh, yeah, that's she's, a good throwback. She's, yeah, she's pretty, but it's like... What, no yams. Not yeah. or, not much, There's anyway. Nothing. She has a pretty face, I guess. Yeah. She had a pretty face, and like the way she dressed... Let's scoot over a little bit. Let's scoot, oh, left or right? That way, left. That way, all right. Okay, cool. we good. Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, any notable... F- Woman wrestlers that stand out or stood out to you? Plenty, plenty. I mean, let me just say this. I mean, when you when we covered Survivor Series, the first one a few months back, yeah, that the female portion of that event, the female Survivors portion, that was the best part of the event. So it was actually the best match. It was, yeah, it was the best match. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's that's yeah. what made me a fan. That's what made me a fan of the Bomb Angels. Yeah, but um, the women during that match, Sensational Sherry, R.I.P. She was yeah. one of the best ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, when uh, what's your face? Uh, Velvet McIntyre. Velvet McIntyre was on there. And the OG Fabulous Mula, who's mm-hmm. like, she's like the godmother of women wrestlers. female pro wrestlers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's she, this. She brought she glamour the glamour girls. What's it called? She trained Lalani Kai. Oh, she did, huh? Uh-huh. Lalani Kai. Why Lalani Kai? Judy Marnie and Lil- that's the, that was the team, right? That Judy was the Martin glamour girls. Kai, yeah. yeah, they were the glamour girls. Yeah, shout out to them. I actually, I actually nicknamed um, my cousins. Um, the glamour girls through them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got the idea from them, the concept. So, but Rock and Robin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, she was one of the good ones. Yeah, she was. Uh, yeah, um, that's Jake's Jake's sister, right? Yeah, Jake the Snake's sister. Yeah, yeah. former. She well, she held the title. At she yes, yeah, she did. I think she was the last person to hold the title before too they in 1990. It. Yeah, before they dissolved it. Yeah, so. Um, and she said, "My name was just, my ring name was just Lazy Rock and Robin." Is just the first yeah, thing I thought. Yeah, it was like of. no no effort. Yeah. No effort. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. But yeah, they were good performers too. Um, that that was the since I that was the era I really really followed wrestling. Those are the women's wrestlers that stood out. And I think the '90s had like oh, decent... Wendy, Wendy Richter. I forgot about her. She was, she was she was in that era too. The '80s, yeah. She was what's it called? The one that used to come out to Cindy Lauper's music. Oh yeah, okay. I forgot Cindy Lauper used to be in there with mm-hmm. Lou Albano. Yeah, those days. Um, yeah, I mean, in the '90s they had a few 
decent. Like I think Bertha Faye was that the name was a big. She was a big wrestler. Bertha Faye. Yeah, I think that was her name. Was she in WWF or WCW? I think she was in WWF. Uh, Bertha Faye. Very. Oh, 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 oh! As another female pro wrestler, you've had some sunny days, my friend. <laughs> sunny. Yeah. Sunny. She, yeah. I think she was actually, she was actually kind of attractive. She was attractive, yeah. And every, every, I didn't even see her as a wrestler. I thought I saw her as like one of those attractive manager. Every, everybody hit it. Heels. Everybody hit that yeah, at the time. Yes. I, Bret Hart, just admit it. You know you smashed too. <laughs> Sunny days. I know Sean was an ex boyfriend. Oh yeah, she 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 basically went on and told everybody she smashed. I heard. Yeah, and you, she she got some trouble now. Wait, DUI. Yeah, I saw her, her mugshot recently. And um. She had some. She had some. That's a lot of racist tweets surfaced with her too, mm-hmm. um, apparently. But um, yeah, I mean, outside of Sean and then and then Brett, who, who else was in the in the? Oh yeah, Skip Holly, right? Skip Holly, yeah. Yeah, I remember. I heard about Skip. That. One of the body, the Donna, Skip Donna. Skip Donna's, yeah. The yeah, body yeah. Donna. Yeah, body Donna's. And- Speaking of the body Donna's, you know, yeah. you know who's you know who I've been looking at a lot lately. The one person who made his career out of beating one of the body Donnas was put five to your back. Oh, what's his face? The Barry Horowitz, yeah. The jobber. Yeah, yeah. That is the first time he wins yeah. a, wins a match against one of the Donnas yeah. and he gets his own theme music, gets a gimmick. <laughs> they, gave, they gave him like a nerdy Jewish gimmick. Speaking of him, he... he... He shot on the warrior. He hated the warrior. Dog. You saw that? Yeah, you saw that. Judgment? I saw. I saw the. I saw the whole podcast where they had him speak on a lot of people. Hogan, yeah, yeah, Warrior. Yeah, yeah. He hated the warrior. I think injured him or like a, a friend of his or something. Like injured him. I'm like, I can, I can see that. Yeah. And like, what's it called? A friend of his who dropped a lot of shit. Really, warrior just looked at it like, and just wouldn't even. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 I was like, that's a dick move on your part. Yeah, I wouldn't do that to somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly, dog. So. Um, but yeah, back back to the ladies. Um, now you have I've seen like I, I went and saw um, more of the modern day women's wrestlers. I see there are a few colored women in there too, black women in there. there. That was dope. Um, one of them I heard is really good. I forget her name because I don't watch it anymore. But I heard she's like a really really good wrestler. Same here. It's like a lot of the female pro wrestlers like because I don't watch no more. I only know the few ones that are familiar, mainly because they're legacy stars mm-hmm. like like the the Von Erich chick. Mm-hmm. A Jim Neidhart's daughter. Jim Neidhart's daughter. Charlotte yeah. Flair. Charlotte Flair. Yeah. She she's the she, she's been dubbed as the best female pro wrestler ever. Oh Charlotte, huh? mm-hmm. she's badass, huh? Mm-hmm. I mean, she I, got plenty of her daddy in her. That's the nature boy. That's my guy, dog. Shout out to Charlotte. Oh, Charlotte, North Carolina, where Flair is always built to be yeah, from. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So um, now I'll, I'll look her look up some of her matches now that she's deemed the goat. Some people don't got no business being like some of these women don't got no business being in the, in the ring as pro wrestlers. Like Stephanie McMahon, do not like her. She wrestled though. Well, she has wrestled occasionally, just like Shane has sometimes. But oh yeah, okay, so they're more or less jobbers. Well, not, Shane was. Shane, I wouldn't call uh, Shane McMahon could have gone pro. All the shit that he did, mm. like all that high up shit that he did, all that risk taking shit, like stuff. Yeah, yo, yeah. he 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 could have gone pro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Stephanie did not like her. Tori, not Tori Wilson, but the other Tori that was out before her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who else? Stacy Keebler. I don't even know who that is. Uh, Molly Holly. Miss Kitty. Remember Miss Kitty? Name rings about. Who she come up with? Who was she associated with? She was China's mini me at one point. The name rings a bell. I I need to see a picture to remember. Yeah, Miss Kitty. Kitty, Yeah, she um, she. 
Here's how I remember her. She she showed her titties at what's it called at a pay per view event in '99, Survivor Series, I think it was. Another one where Triple H was like, "Show your titties," and then she showed her. That wasn't her. That was her. Oh, somebody else. That was '98 somewhere, and like the summer on Raw was like, he's like, "Yeah," yeah, yeah. and then she did it. That was probably somebody that they paid to go do that. Yeah. Course, like when know. they when they put it when they put a, f- a fucking focus on somebody that's that's people y'all pay yeah yeah exactly like at WrestleMania seven all the motherfuckers that were crying during yeah, the Macho yeah. Man and Elizabeth y'all are paid paid to be there because I saw what the redhead chick I saw her next year at WrestleMania eight she was there today yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember that oh my gosh I'm like yeah I'm like I'll give you all this and add to the realism the, the of the event. bro. I'll give you all this. I mean, as to the realism of it. Like, yeah, yeah, at the time, we, we were all fooled. That, like, yeah they, yeah, they were actually crying. I mean, we were also, like, a bunch of kids. I mean, I was, I was just happy to see Macho Man and Miss yeah, Elizabeth back, back together. together. Yeah, 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 for sure. I um, mean, they, they put on a hell of a show with that. Like, wow. Yeah. Classic moment. Yep, yep. Alundra Blaze, Medusa, a classmate of mine. Let me say this. When I was in elementary school, in my specific class, mm-hmm. the, 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 the class of 30 children that I was part of back then, mm-hmm. I was the only one that was in the pro wrestling, right? Oh, really? Yeah, and my school was split down the middle. It was like a Spanish. We learned everything in Spanish here from one oh, one yeah. of the children. I just remember you just told me that recently. Yeah. And everybody learned 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 everything in English, English the regular way. Yeah. And the funny thing is, the racial makeup of the Spanish immersion program it was yeah. m- predominantly white with a few minorities in there. Okay. Even even a few Spanish people, very few Spanish people. Interesting. Now okay. the English program where they taught everything in English. It was the exact opposite. That's where all the people of color were, blacks, Hispanics, et cetera, with few whites. Mm. And they were all into pro wrestling. Oh, man. So, yeah. You're the black sheep in that joint. Pretty much, yeah. People yeah. would look at me when I had like a, a WWF magazine during class, be like, Sai, what the hell are you doing? Don't you know wrestling is fake, man? I don't understand. It's stupid. I remember I used to have those two and used to have those arguments as well. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I know it's fake. I know it's fake, it's but so it's entertaining. Entertaining, bro. I mean, I didn't know how fake it was until high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 like the levels of fakeness. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I just knew that what's it called? When he power bombs him, they work together to make that move yeah, work. But yeah, but it looks good. That's 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 all I care about. Exactly. And then during during lunch, the other kids would see me with the Nintendo magazine. They like, I mean, the the WWF magazine. They'd be like, they're like, oh shit, you got you're it. you're in the pro wrestling. Yeah. Aren't you in the other class though? So. And plus, uh, it helped that I knew every WWF theme song, too, in my head. In your head, yeah. Good old days, man. And some of those guys I still talk to to this day, like my friend David, David Polio. Mm. We're, still, we're still pals to this day. Dope. Dope. Mm-hmm. Dope. Yeah, no. Um, I'm glad that, you know, they're finally getting the shine that they deserve the over, women, the, yes. yeah, over these years. So it's good. Um, it's Me- good. Remember the mixed tag match at WrestleMania six? Oh, Elizabeth and Macho King against Dusty Rhodes and uh, Sweet Sapphire. Sweet Sapphire. Elizabeth right. was on the corner. R.I.P. to everybody in that match. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. shit, yeah. Sweet Sapphire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she betrayed you. Betrayed you months later. Took the million dollar man's money. I still sold you out. That that WrestleMania is still just mad to me. I'm just happy. I like that one because it was the first time Hogan got beat legitimately in a WrestleMania. Now, like in hindsight, yeah, but I, I hated that WrestleMania. Um, what's it called? I liked it. I liked it personally. Yeah, I, I hated it. I, well, I, well, I, you know what? I can't say I hated it. But it was underwhelming after five. After WrestleMania five, it was a bit underwhelming for me. It became formulaic with Hogan, with Hogan winning all the goddamn yeah, time. Yeah, uh, it was a good twist, finally. Seven or well, eight he didn't win, but they still had him in the main event. Yeah. Nine, two, and ten. 
But um, I could, like WrestleMania eight, I couldn't stand the fact that they had to keep Hogan as part of the main event, even though his portion sucked big fat rhinoceros cock. <laughs> I'm sorry, it did. Macho Man and Ric Flair, that was a better match. Yeah, it was. even the aftermath of the match, yeah. or what's it called, Ric Flair? What about yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, me yeah. on the back burner? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck out my way, Elizabeth. Let me beat his ass. And Shane McMahon was in the ring too. It was one of the suits. Oh, suit. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to pull Savage off. <laughs> uh, I was happy you retained the title. It was not the same though, but I was well, happy he were he, he regained the title. Me too. I mean, I was just. I told people months before, like weeks before, this is going to happen. Macho Man's going to win that belt back. Yeah. Yeah, he did. One of two title changes at that event. Yeah. The Intercontinental was just the other Rowdy one. Piper and Bret Hart. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good finisher. That was a good finisher, but it was better when Bret Hart first won that title against Kurt Henning, Mr. Perfect at SummerSlam. Yeah. That was a hell of a good match. Yeah. And then the one against the Bulldog was good, too. Oh, yeah. The Battle of the Brother-in-Laws. Yeah, that was a good one. I the met summer... Bulldog before that joint. Oh, you did? He was in the UK. I was in the UK at the time. You met him during that year, that SummerSlam? Like weeks before it, yeah. I met him in the store in England. Did, did, did he have those extensions in his hair back then? Yeah, he had the cornrows. Well, not the cornrows. The, the braids. The braids extension. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw him. What, 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 what type of... What part of England is he from? Is he Cockney or something else? Or? Niggas, they change it every time. First he was Leeds, then he's from Manchester, so I don't know where the fuck he's from. Mm. But I can't tell. He's just from England. Um, like, they always switch where he's from, so I don't know exactly which part of England he's from. And they always switch the dogs, too. Back then it was Matilda. Matilda, and then it became Winston. Winston. Yeah. The Bulldogs. I like the Bulldogs. Yeah. They were a great tag team. Very good tag team. They were a great yeah. Yeah. dynamite kid. Yeah. Beast. We should almost do a segment on... Did we do a segment on tag teams? We did, right? Or on no? tag teams? No, we didn't. Maybe one day we should. Yes, yes. That, that's a that's a die, That's a dead art. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It's I like, mean... It's like it's now makeshift. They just put... Improv and just put whoever yeah, together and together. hope they work. Yeah. yeah. Like, not, no real chemistry. And you're lucky you actually if you actually get any chemistry, too, with a tag team that you just yeah. slot together. Exactly. Like, like IRS and a Million Dollar Man. Yeah, just the team me, yeah, of yeah. Million Dollar Man and Irwin R. Scheister, and eventually yeah, they become Money, Money Inc. Inc. Yeah, yeah. That was kind of the beginning of that. It's just makeshift. They just slot people together. Like yeah. even even what's it called? Haku and Andre the Giant, the Colossal, Colossal Connection. connection. Yeah, they didn't go together. Yeah, they exactly. got a tag team reign under their belt, but exactly. And then the Barbarian eventually replaced Andre. Mm-hmm. They just became Barbarian or Haku. Haku and the Barbarian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Warlord just became under Slick, which yep. made no damn sense. Exactly. They didn't know what to do with them. Nope. Wasted talent. Yeah, seriously. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Anyway. Okay. Shall we get to the final portion <sighs> of yes, our... Yes, sir. Okay. The final portion is Amazon Prime's Hunters. Yep. Yes, it's a conspiracy drama created by David Weil, who was the grandson of a Holocaust survivor himself. Yeah, the first season aired in February 2020, mm-hmm. and in August of that same year, the series was renewed for a second and final season, which aired almost three years later, yeah. January of this year. Yeah, both seasons were both ten, were January 10 episodes 12th, each. actually. Yeah, January 12th or 13th. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, his birthday, his birthday. I, I That's why he knows. What are you talking about, dog? It's his birthday. Yeah, one twelve eighty three. But um, yeah. But what's it called? Yeah, the uh, hunters. Yeah, it follows a diverse band of Nazi hunters living in nineteen seventy seven New York City. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're very they're a very diverse group. Some yep. Jews, blacks, Asians. Yep. 
Yeah, and it's and it's 1977 New York City as well too. You can tell by certain aspects of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they discover this group of hunters. They discover that numerous escaped Nazi officers are conspiring to create a Fourth Reich in the United States. Mm-hmm. And Al Pacino, he's the main character. Well, not the main character, but the most well-known actor mm-hmm. in the series. Yeah, mm-hmm. he plays Meyer Offerman, the leader of these hunters, who recruits his grandson, yeah. um, Jonah, played Jonah. by um, Logan Lerman. To help to help them stop these Nazis all throughout America and the country. Yep. The um, who else is in there? Josh Radner's in there. Kate Mulvaney's in there. And also, it's worth noting that this is Al Pacino's very first ever TV ser- lead role in a TV show. He said he regrets not taking more in the past. He does. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he he said he said that he missed out on plenty of television offers because the whole thing back then was that his agent was telling him. You don't do television. Yeah, you do movie stuff. Yeah, but that was thirty years ago. Right. Yeah, with the with with the success of people like I want to say Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson in True Detective, the first season that is, mm-hmm. yeah, it pretty much opened the doors for Mainstream. traditionally film traditional film actors to actually do some television stuff, mm-hmm. even if it's just streaming. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The um also for Hunters as well too. A parallel plot element for Hunters was the discovery of Operation Paperclip. Yeah. Which you would my history buff over here. He was just, he was shocked to learn about that from the yeah, show. Yeah, I didn't know that shit. Yeah, for those who don't for those who don't know, Operation Paperclip was a US government sanctioned operation that relocated Nazi scientists post World War II to the United States. Why? Because we needed help against the Russians during with our science programs. During the Cold War. Mm-hmm. They created cover identities for these Nazi scientists, yeah. American names, probably taught them how to blend in with Americans too. Yep. It's basically gave them witness protection. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just gave them. After I heard that, I was like, "This every nothing, nothing makes sense anymore." Yeah, the opening the fucking s- genocide motherfuckers and just take them in like, uh, nothing happened. Yeah, the opening scene Money for this. Talks. Mm-hmm. Money talks exactly. Yeah. The opening scene for this series, it, it has a, a waterfront, a waterfront backdrop, an aerial shot of a waterfront property, mm-hmm. and it says Chevy Chase, Maryland. Yeah, that shit was wild. Chevy Chase, Maryland. What the actual fuck? <laughs> I'm saying we grew up, he grew up in Chevy Chase, but we grew up on the on the border yeah. of Silver Spring, Maryland, mm-hmm. and Chevy Chase, Maryland. Like East West Highway slash Grub Road, that's the dividing line right there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I grew up on the Silver Springs side, but even I'm offended by this. Yeah. Yeah, first of all, Chevy Chase, it's rich as fuck, but not that rich. Okay, the waterfront <laughs> property they're showing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the waterfront property they're showing, this has got to be fucking Cambridge or somewhere Eastern Shore. Like no bullshit. Like yeah. no bullshit. I'm like, what? what? I, was, I was like, huh? It's, At least be a little bit more realistic. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's, it's like it's like this past season of Power, Book Two, Season Three, yeah. where they where they where they reveal that guy, uh, Salim Ash Freeman, to be Trevor Nelson from Silver Spring, Maryland, and they proceed to give him a Bethesda type of background. Like, <laughs> yeah, Republican adopted by a Republican white family does equestrian shit. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that yeah, guy yeah. is not Silver Spring. Yeah, 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 he's Bethesda straight up. Yeah. Whoever whoever wrote this episode of Power, do your fucking research on my town. <laughs> Tell him, sorry. But uh, you know, Jordan Peele was uh, one of the executive directors in this. And season producers. two. Yeah. Season two, he yeah. executive produced season yeah, two. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I, was, I was like, that's cool. And I, I kind of, I can see where he had influence in, in season two. He does. He definitely does. Yeah, I mean, with yeah. him, he, he makes it, he makes an opportunity to bring, to introduce the element of race into his work, mm-hmm. which is fine because it needs mm-hmm. to be talked about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
which makes me which makes me wonder what his next movie is gonna be. I mean, is he gonna turn the Dare program on its head the way he turned Hands Across America on its head? Ah, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, because right. I because I. Do they still do the Dare program? Do you know? I don't think so, but they still got the memorabilia around. I, yeah, they do, and it's a lot of it is parody now too. It's like what's it called? I saw a Dare shirt the other day. It said instead of saying drug abuse resistance education, you know what it read? What? Dispensaries are really expensive. Hey! <laughs> Ooh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Um, yeah. The characters on here though, um, Biff. Who's the congressman and who's a congressman, but really a neo-Nazi, uh, not a neo-Nazi, but a Nazi Third Reich member in hiding. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was the opening scene was his, was his establishing character moment. You see, the waterfront property that's actually his, mm-hmm. and he's having a barbecue for his wife and kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then someone recognizes him as as a Nazi. Yeah. And he kills everybody, including yeah. his kids and his wife. Yeah, actually, that was I was like, whoa. whoa. Where is the show going? I remember, when, yeah. I remember when I first saw that. I was like, that's crazy. And then the, and there was really even crazier. There was a called Travis Leak, who's an American, who's an American neo-Nazi and a very sadistic, psychotic supporter of them. Yep. He was the craziest part. I mean, you saw when he to- when he when he when he when he subdued cap- captured that black family in their own home. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. this guy, this guy. Throughout the throughout the show, he's wild. He's like wild. He's, he's like, crazy. He's very like empathetic. No, no, emp- not no, empathetic. no, 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 no. What's the opposite? Like he has no, no, has no empathy. He's no empathy whatsoever. An- anti-empathetic. Yeah, like, like at the end of season he's, he's one, he's very stoic and very like he's cold, psychotic. cold-blooded. Just very cold-blooded. He's and, crazy. He's psychotic. Yeah, I mean, he, he is a psychopath. And, and psychopath. How, and, yeah. And, and how he does his his thing. Like, like, he knows right from wrong, but he doesn't give a fuck. And he's always he's always also like very enamored and, and he finds a humor in like killing sometimes. Like he's smirking yeah, he, and like oh. He's sadistic. I'm about, to, I'm, about, yeah, I'm about to kill you. <laughs> yeah, he is he's, sadistic. Yeah, he's very sadistic. And that's it's like, yeah. Yeah. it's like, what's it called? And um, like, for example, in the end of season one, when his parents, he, he doesn't even have a Freudian excuse. His parents, they weren't racist at all. He, he doesn't have a, an appetite for this that was bred by them. He just, well, he does have an appetite for it, but it wasn't bred by them. It's yeah, just, yeah. it's just there. It's yeah. just how he is as a person. Yeah. And like at the end of season one, when his parents, they they get a Jewish lawyer for him, a Jewish lawyer. I'm like, what the fuck are we all yeah, thinking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He kills the guy in prison in order to recruit more neo Nazis yeah, to, tr- to his yeah, cause. Yeah, yeah, through in jail. Like, yeah. This motherfucker is that deep. Yeah, yeah. I, I swear, Chappelle's character, Clayton Bigsby, would love him. <laughs> right, right. His character is very similar in that sense, similar to one of the the shootings shooters in Columbine. Back in the day, yeah, the the the, the Cleveland Harris joint, yeah, because yeah, they one, were they, one of them. One of them was enamored with Hitler, yeah, and, and they performed the massacre on Hitler's birthday, April twentieth. Yeah, exactly. But like, one of them came from like a very, you know, liberal home. Like his parents were very, like, liberal and yeah, they probably they probably smoked weed around him, and also very like empathetic and you know nice people. And then yeah, and they, he but, was he just was like straight, very. Psychopathic. Yeah, and it's yeah. like although I think with Col- enjoyed he had just a joy in hurting. And- although I think I think with with the Columbine shooters, one of them was the real ringleader. The other one just went along as a peer the ringleader one. The Harris. Ring- yeah, he's Eric the one. Harris. I'm talking, he's yeah. the one I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was the one that basically peer pressured Cleveland and going exactly. along with it. He's, he's that's the one I'm talking about. Yeah. Because you hear more about him than you do about the other one. Yeah. The other Cleveland. one was a little more vulnerable and just kind of yeah. went with it. Just know? went with it just cause. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but yeah, off topic a bit. So, but yeah, 
And they talk about yeah, Jonah, he's the main character. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? There's there's this talk about this mysterious colonel all through the whole time, the whole time during season one, and mm-hmm. we find out who the colonel is at the end. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that that was a shocker. I was like, wait, he's still alive? They're both still alive? Yeah. Was cyanide cyanide didn't kill y'all motherfuckers? Yeah. Unless y'all didn't didn't really take it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Roxy Jones, who's a member of the Hunters, she's like a black exploitation parody. I like her. Yeah. Yeah. She's my favorite. She's my favorite character. She's cute. And Millie, Millie, the black female investigator, the black female cop. FBI former mm-hmm. agent. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like, what's it called? She's okay with these neo-Nazi motherfuckers getting killed, but it's like at the same time, she wants them to be tried by the by the law. She's very by the book. Yeah, very by the. But then she comes in the second season. I think she's a little more like she's come to reality that yo, this is all fucked up. The government is hitting all this shit. Like, yeah, the government's involved in this shit, and you, you're a cog in the machine. And plus, yeah. you're black and you're gay. You got that going against you. Exactly. So she in the second, in the second season, she's a little more woke, world weary. Yeah, and like yeah, definitely world weary and like um. Also, this scene right here. The hunters, they find a bank room. Mm-hmm. A bank room filled with a bunch of Jewish memorabilia that yeah. the Nazis stole. Yeah, yeah. And it's owned by somebody called the Ghost, who has nine fingers, apparently. Yeah. And here's the thing is, the, the funny part about the, uh, the, 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 bank, the bank scene, one of the, uh, the hunters, Lonnie, he starts yelling, Attica! Attica! And the funny thing is, cast members Al Pacino and Carol Kane, they were both in, it's a reference to Dog Day Afternoon. Yeah, of which Al Pacino oh. made that line, Attica! I didn't even Attica! catch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Al Pacino and Carol Kane, who's also in the series, they were both in Dog Day Afternoon. Got it. Like, they, did, they did that on purpose as like a reference point. Yeah, because that was also in the bank, right? Yeah, the bank. Like, that's yeah. the one he did with Fredo. That's the movie he did with Fredo. John Cazale, yeah. Where he was trying to get money for a sex change operation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Throwback. And, and it all took place in the span of one day on the hottest day of Brooklyn. Yeah. August 22nd. Was that was that that was before Godfather? After, was that after it was after the first two. After the first two, okay. So mm-hmm. they, they had just built that relationship prior. Yeah, he yeah uh-huh, they had yeah, and that was only four movies that John Cazale Fredo was ever in. Okay, okay. First two Godfathers, Dog okay. Day, uh-huh. and The Deer Hunter. Oh, he's in there too. Yeah, he was in there. Yeah, he was Meryl Streep's uh, boyfriend, I think he was. Mm, okay. okay. But <laughs> Dog Day Afternoon. <laughs> hey, um. Pacino got nominated for an Oscar for that too. You know who he lost to that year? Hmm. Nicholson for the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh, that's a movie we gotta touch on one day. Mm-hmm. It's a mm-hmm. good one. Shout the, out to the the famous Doctor Scanlon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what else? Um, nickname origins, but yeah, keep going. Yeah. Let's see what's it called. Millie. Oh, sorry. The closer she gets and learns about, she learned about Operation Paperclip. And she learned about the truth. Keep going, but I'll, I'm I'm trying to put a face to the names. Yeah. Because I know I know who's who, but I just don't know by the name. Check it. Oh, okay. She, yeah, she learned yeah, about Operation Paperclip, but once she brings that to her boss, the FBI lady. Yeah. Once mm-hmm. she brings it to her boss, her boss takes her off the case entirely. But he, because he's in on it too. He's friends yeah, exactly. with exactly. He's friends with the congressman Con- Biff. Yeah, exactly. exactly. But but a Jewish congresswoman, I forget her name. She believes her and then recruits her to help her find Nazis in hiding. In hiding. Like yeah. a more legalized version of what the hunters do. Yeah. 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 Oh, and also, it was revealed at the end of season one that uh, Pacino's character, Meyer Offerman, he's J- he's Jonah's grandfather, but also, he's not Meyer Offerman. He's not, yeah. Yeah, he's actually the goat. The, no, I'm sorry, the, the wolf. The wolf. The, the, the Nazi scientist. 
Yeah, he, the wolf was a Nazi scientist who wanted to reform. He hated the Nazis. So in order to do so, he killed he switched, Meyer Offerman yeah, and, and took his identity. Identity and switched and also started killing. Also started killing. Joined the Hunters group yeah, and started killing. Yeah, yeah. But by the time he revealed it to Jonah, Jonah wasn't impressed and killed him. Yeah, he killed him. Like, you're not my grandfather. Yeah, yeah. At that point, he was too far gone into it. And, yeah, and the colonel, the colonel wants to kill the American population through corn syrup like carrots. Yeah, I thought that was a I thought that was interesting. A corn syrup. Because I mean sugar. <laughs> even that corn syrup is actually really bad for you in real life. So it technically really, is killing us. Is there any in here? Hold Probably. on. Probably. Oh, it's in a lot of our products. Yeah, I know sugars and everything. It's yeah. like vitamin C. Yeah, it's it's really bad for you. So generally speaking, it's one of those products that is slowly killing us. I thought that was pretty funny about the show. Yeah. Because it was real in its own little hidden way. Yeah, that, that was funny, too. That was funny, too. And uh, what's it called? At the end of the season, Joe, the one Asian member of the Hunters, yeah, he is kidnapped. He's kidnapped. And he learn, learns, learns the colonel's real, real identity. Yeah. Eva Braun. Yeah. And that Hitler is really alive Hitler right along real, with her. Yeah, yeah. And he's an old man now. He's played by, um, what's his name? Udo Kier, who, okay. was, who was Ronald Camp in Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, the billionaire of that mansion. Oh, shit. He's aged. He's age, and he was Even also, more. and he was in what's it called, uh, End of Days with Arnold. Yay! Yeah, he, he's, in, he's, he's in there. He was the guy whose wife and daughter that he gave him to, to the Lucifer. Lucifer, that's your yeah. wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scene cut. He's having a threesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow, he's age. I didn't even recognize him, especially in regards to Ace Ventura. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ronald Camp, the billionaire. Yeah, he's aged more. I can. I'm I sorry, Mister Ace. I'll have the plumbing checked immediately. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Do not go in there. Woo! <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Be sure that you do. Had I been drinking on the toilet, I might have been killed. <laughs> I'm sorry again, Mr. Ace. Yeah. But season two, which takes place three years later, or two yeah. years later in 79. Yeah, 79. Yeah, that one was produced by Jordan Peele. And like he said, it had elements of, of what Peele would do. Yeah. Um, especially during the court. Elements of him there. Oh yeah, where, the trial where they, of Hitler. Where they got two Jew, they got two Jewish lawyers on the opposing sides. One defending Hitler and one prosecuting him. Yeah, and right. the one defending him will happen to be black. <laughs> A black Jew, yeah. Yeah, and then like even <laughs> they did it on purpose. I think another thing that I thought was very interesting was Hitler trying to defend himself. Yeah, and as crazy as that sounded, there was a there was a there was a, a scene in there where Hitler kind of forces us to look in the mirror because, you know, the panel of, of judges are from, like, Russia, mm -hmm. the American, and then uh, what else? Yeah, though, yeah, the UK. Yeah, also, which puts the question then presiding over the case. Yeah, and, like, and so, like, and so he also, like, questions, like, you are Americans. You've wiped out a race of Native Americans. You've enslaved black people for hundreds of years. You would do the same thing, nigga. The, no, that that's 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 he's right though. He's, like, right, he's though. right. Like he would he not that he's we're we're like you know acquitting him of his behavior, uh -huh. but it, it's a scene that forces us to look in the mirror. Like yeah, I mean we we are quick to throw him in jail, which he just rightfully deserves. Mm -hmm. But like we also have our own demons that we haven't faced. Yeah, I mean he, he <laughs> he's right to call America out for that. Yeah, so. and then England as well. He called out England for I guess was he colonizing and Russia for killing so many people and under Stalin. And it's not even and you can't even say to him you can't even retort back to him. You can't even say this back to him. What yeah. we did was wrong, what you did was worse. You can't even say that. You can't back. even say that. So I thought that was strategically placed in there. It is to make a point. To make a point, yeah, yeah. 
So um, I thought that was interesting. Um, and also, like you said, uh, the the play of having you know different racial characters main characters in within there. the hunters yeah, yeah the, the show what's it called they're, they're, they're actually a real diverse group yes yes not, I, not just not just liberal white people who hate who hate nazis do you have a favorite episode in either season season two this just here's my favorite in, in the end of season two mm-hmm. when hitler gets sent to jail mm-hmm. and he's reduced down to a number right Right. Do you know who I am? Ironic. Ironic. Now yes. you do the same treatment same, you put Same thing you put juice through, yes. Mm-hmm. yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, as an added bonus, you should have tattooed a number onto him. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, yeah, this is a what if America pretty much. In this one, Hitler goes to jail and becomes a statistic. Mm-hmm. But like I said earlier, I prefer Inglorious Bastards, uh, uh, Tarantino's version of World War II. How World War II should have ended, the American Jews murking Hitler over and over yeah, again. Yeah. I'm like, motherfucker, he's already dead. Are you trying to empty the whole clip? <laughs> yeah. Like, I am mad at you, but go ahead. He deserves that. I think my favorite episode in either show was the house one. The house one? The one where Hitler's architect is is, is hiding All right. the Jews. Mm-hmm. And like the house is full of booby traps. Oh, that was that, that was good. That was a good episode. That was fun. That was a really good episode. Mm-hmm. I like that one. Um, and then with the kid that escaped happened to be the the guy that um, Jonah hands Hitler over to. Yes, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. So years later. And um, but as much as Hitler goes to jail and gets his comeuppance, the one person, the one motherfucker who was really a bastard this whole during the first two se- during the whole two seasons, Travis. Mm-hmm. He doesn't get no comeuppance. Like, he gets shot and still somehow managed to escape. I don't understand that. Because he was shot by a fucking shock. He should, his matter should be on some Kennedy shit, like everywhere. It should, yeah. And he was still alive. That part didn't make any sense. And plus, they showed at the end, really, that there are still more neo Nazis out there showing that this shit does not end. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. The hatred, hatred doesn't end. I guess that was the point of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they kind of touched base on that. Um, uh, I'm pretty sure that's a another Jordan Peele ad, ad, yeah. additive there. So. That has to be, yeah. I mean, the, his whole social horror type of shit that he's yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. He, he makes valid points. He makes valid points mm-hmm. in a clever way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I actually enjoyed. What season do you prefer more? Season season one. You like season one. I like season one a lot more. Yeah. I like elements of both. So season one, I guess, because of the shock value. Season two, the and like how they kind of brought it to what. The way they really orchestrated the what if was great. Like, cause you didn't expect. You're like, whoa, this is actually a creative way to mm-hmm. put a what if if things extended longer, you See, know, post war. Season two it had too many time jumps up in there. That's the one thing. That's that the thing. Like. So and they, it's not very distinctive. Yeah. It's, because it's two years apart. Like, and it, and it starts off in 1972 as exa- opposed to 77. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So sometimes I'm like, wait, are they back to? I guess the only time you can tell is when you see Jonah with the beard. That's how you know they're up to date. But other than that, it's, it's sometimes it's tough. And then the, obviously Pacino was alive. That's another way. Pacino, yeah, he's a, he's um in season two. Of course, he's not alive, but they show him plenty through flashbacks. Yeah, from flashbacks. Yeah. And and they showed what's it called in the opening scene for season two. Um, in in that in that like a uh, store or whatever, that 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 that, that gift store or whatever. Mm-hmm. That woman that kills the, what's it called? That was Jennifer Jason Lee. Where's she from? She's um Fast Times at Richmond High, single white female. I've never um, seen any of those. So really, I gotta see. Yeah, she's. Actually, she, I have I have the the cast right here. Yeah, Jennifer Jason Lee. Yeah, she's got to be in her sixties by now. Got you. She was she was a chameleon actress. Mm, mm Okay. Yeah. Good. Oh, at, I see her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's right here. All mm. right. All right. I see. I see what you're talking about. Yeah, she could. She. I don't give a fuck if you're sixty. You can get it. Wowzers, son. 
Sugar, sugar, Madonna. Sugar mommy yourself. I want no parts of Madonna, dog. None. So yourself. In the '80s, she was a she was alright, but now nothing. I'll do like Oprah. What's it? I'll do like how what's it called? The show. Like Chappelle show did. Like Chappelle did a Oprah. Dave, I'm pregnant. Are you sure it's mine? Hey, no, I didn't. You just reminded me of high school, dog. Or the episode that was that was that was what's it called? That was music. That was that was what's that was your one of your favorite. I don't know if it was your favorite song. But you kept singing that shit. That well, y'all didn't believe me when it, when it was in the video. Y'all never believed me. Y'all saw it. <laughs> nigga Sai used to say that shit all yeah, the time. That was, that was, what's it called? A Sasha Baron Cohen's one of his characters. Yeah, Ollie, yeah, yeah. Ollie something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I exactly. Heard, yeah, one of his characters. Where the punani? I was like, where the, like, where the fuck is Sai getting this, bro? Where feeling the punani? It's you, Madonna. Music. Your pompadons your are the definitely less big on the telly, but I still definitely would. You wish. I do, actually. Oh, no. I have some funny memories of you, though. That was classic, though. You used to sing that joke. Music makes the people. That video was fun. <laughs> Madonna and taking all her girls to a strip Shout club. Shout out to my best side, man. You a classic, bro. Yeah, what was that? Classic. What was, what was, what was uh, what's it called? Sasha Baron Cohen. What was that character's name? Ali something? Yeah. He has so many. He has so many. His uh, Borat. Borat was a great. I even want to do that movie one day. That Bo- shit is hilarious. Borat. When I saw Borat back in 05, at the end of it, it had me one. There are many scenes in the film that had me wondering. I was laughing at first, and I'm like thinking in my head, wait a minute. <laughs> he should, does. Should, should I be laughing at this? Shut up the hazmat, dog. <laughs> Like like the, the the naked wrestling scene with that big fat Arab nigga in in, in the hotel. Hazmat. It was hazmat, dog. Where, where, where he, he got he got a, he's naked with his hair. Hazmat, dog. In a '69. No, The funniest, but not so funniest scene is the fucking Uf, USC college boys that got in trouble because that shit was not scripted. <laughs> you know they got in trouble. They, they really did. Yeah, I think they got kicked out of USC. Oh wow. Because they were like objectifying women and like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that part, I think they try to sue Borat. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, uh, I, I, it caused a lot of controversy, yeah, that film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I want to find the oh, bitches. Oh, should in... I say Sasha Cohen? Yeah. Yeah, yeah not Borat, but yeah, they try to sue him. I want to find the bitches in the holes. Skeet, skeet, nigga. <laughs> when he went to the hood? Is yeah. When he went to the hood? Uh-huh, yeah. Pamela, my Pamela. Mm-hmm. Dog. Yeah, yeah, that shit. What a, that's another interesting movie. Borat, but, and, and he hates Jews. Ironically. And Baron Cohen's a Jew himself. He's a Jew himself, exactly. So. Borat. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. Um, anything else in this movie, the show that stood out to you? That, I, I just wish it would go, I wish it would have gone on. I wish it would have gone on to see Jonah as the, as the real, um. Jonah as a lead now for the Hunters. I wish you could have gone. This girl that. at one point pissed me off. I was like, leave that bitch. The one he married? Yeah. At one point, she was pissing me off, dog. Mm-hmm. It's like, dog, he's doing the right thing. Just let him do it. Yeah. She was like, no, you're a murderer. I was like, bro. It's for a good cause. Bro. Nobody gives a fuck about Nazis. Bro, if you don't fall back, let this man kill Hitler. Yeah, let them kill <laughs> It's for a good cause. Yeah, yeah Okay, yeah. some some killing is for a good cause. Yeah, yeah. Like, like the motherfucker that killed Osama bin Laden. Good for you. <laughs> right, right. Although I heard recently that he's under some kind of prosecution or some law law trouble recently. The guy that actually hit, led the shot oh, on bin Laden. Oh, the Navy SEALs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Got you. Like, like you got my support. Should I? I do only fan. I do a. Did I say only fans? Whoa, God there, damn. buddy! You want to do only fans for him? <laughs> I meant, I meant, I a, a crowd, a crowdfunding page. Yeah, only fans. You want to do only fans for him, huh, sir? No. <laughs> what is your content going to reveal? <laughs> Chicken. Okay. So Chicken and liquor. Good luck with that, broski. Only fans. Only fans. That. Good luck with that. OnlyFans. How do people even subscribe to that dumb shit? I have no clue. I mean, they got porno stars that do OnlyFans. Like, why am I going to pay for that shit for when I go to Pornhub and see you for free? Hmm. Some people like some people like the premium content. I don't I don't understand the point of paying for porn. I don't understand. I've ne- never mind. <laughs> I was going to say I was uh... <laughs> That's cool, dog. You don't got to say no more. I think we get the yeah. picture. <laughs> The internet, the internet made it free. Who has to pay for shit? Hey, dog, <laughs> you're a legend, Beaver dog. No, 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 no. You want to know something else? I used, to, I, I used to copy tapes and sell them and sell them at yeah, school. Yeah, this man used to make a profit in high school until some motherfucker just shut me down in seventh grade when he had the Pamela Tommy Lee video. Before that, I was a suburban black baron of porn. Yeah, I remember you used to supply a lot of people. In, in high school, or middle, school middle school, actually. middle school, middle school. Well, so like my first year here. Actually, I didn't know until high school. You told me about it mm-hmm. later, because I didn't know you were doing it in middle school. So high school, you're like, yeah, you used to go to Blockbuster, get me some blank tapes, and you, start dubbing you, tapes. You, you, but you used to do people favors in high school. I think you used to record some people for free. You used to not record people, but like you used to supply here and there. Supply here and there. At that point, it's like you know what? I don't got no problem. Yeah, helping people, help, out. helping you, helping you get your jerk on. Hmm. That's what it was. That's what it was. Jerk off material. Hmm. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. Remember you, <laughs> this motherfucker's like, sigh. What's my porno? What you need for it? To get my jack off, nigga. Who used to say that? Jared Blanton. Oh, shit. All out loud on the bus to get my jack off. I'm not even surprised, but yeah. I'm like, you want the whole world to know that you, you, you beat your meat. Nothing wrong with that, but I, I you, ever heard the, you ever heard of the word discretion, nigga? <laughs> It's cool, sir. Well, who am I to talk? Who am I to talk? I was a blunt motherfucker, my damn self. Yeah, you're quite, you're quite blunt. blunt. Quite blunt, yes. But okay, beyond that, um, yeah, Hunters was a good series. I wish it would have gone on for longer. Um, a lot of interesting characters in there, like Biff, the congressman played by Dylan Baker. It's like he just look, he looks funny. Yeah, he did. He just looks funny. Did, it's like I can't take you as seriously as a killer. Exactly. Exactly. He definitely looks very, almost creepy-like. Mm-hmm. Uh... Very creepy. And Pacino, Pacino is like, I'm not saying you do no wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you do no wrong, but what's it called? I wouldn't have object- objected to you you doing more TV. I won't object to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder. And the fact that you're I mean, blind... he's old now, but I guess I wonder if that, that still is open to him, like, to do more. I know. Some people retire, like Jack Nicholson, who's old, who's three years older. He, you don't hear about him no more at all. Yeah. He, I don't even know if he does movies. He, that's what I'm saying. He's retired, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you don't even hear about him being at no Lakers games. Well, and he's yeah. the biggest Lakers fan on the planet. Yeah, yeah. He used to be, like, you know, staple of... No pun intended. Yeah. But staple of the staples of the... Well, Oh, Jesse Lakers game even before when they were at the forum even. Yeah, it's like with him, it's like it got it got so it got so much for him that what's it called? Directors actually work around his schedule so he can go to Lakers games. Yeah, yeah. Spike Lee too, with him being a Knicks fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, he's still he, he's young, so he's still but fairly young. He still attempts. He's got to be in his sixties by now, Spike Lee. Yeah, more than likely, man. More than likely. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but yeah, any closing statements, or you have more to add? I don't got more to add to this right here. I don't got more to add to Hunters, but um, I do like that Amazon. Amazon, they they they're slightly above Netflix in terms of their original programming. I mean, Netflix, so? Netflix. I think Netflix, Netflix has fallen off. It's it, it, it used to be really good. Now it used to be really good. It's yeah, dead now. And it's like they got they got some of their some of their shows are keeping the lights on. Black Mirror, um, mm-hmm. what's it called? Even some of their original movie content, like uh, they killed they they clone Tyrone. I still gotta watch. I I meant to watch that before going to Ghana. I didn't get time to. Yeah, that, I'm, I'm gonna mess with it soon. Though. Yeah, that one I saw twice. I had to make sure I was seeing what it is I was seeing. Yeah, it has. A, it's a hodgepodge of a lot of elements from different periods and from different genres. I heard. I heard it's a thinker movie. It is. It is. It is a thinker, but it's like, I don't know. It, it's one of the movies that I think is going to be talked about years later and put in essays years mm-hmm. later. That's what I've heard. Like, 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 it makes me look forward to watching it. Like Dark City. Like that was like a pre a precursor to the Matrix. It doesn't get talked about as much, mm-hmm. but it's, I don't think I've ever seen that actually. Dark City. I I didn't see it until until years later when I first heard about it being compared to the Matrix. I see. And found it on Blu-ray. It's you like, see the correlation? Yeah, I see the correlation. Mm, okay. All right. Um. Yeah. Um. I'd say it's a brilliant, well-written what if. Um, combining historical facts with fiction. And yeah. then kind of making it, making the fiction, you know, combine it with a little bit of thriller, suspense, and, you know, drama. And I think they, they did a, a fairly good job. There were some areas that still, like, are head scratchers. But all in all, I think it's a pretty good script as far as post-World War II, if Hitler had survived and continued to try and reestablish another Reich. And people trying to counter with the whole element of government trying to keep everything secret. I think it was some of the elements were well written in, yeah. that, in that aspect, but there's still some gaps and loopholes that I'm just kind of like. Eh. Yeah, as stated, it's a conspiracy drama. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a shame. It is. It is to to some extent. It is a conspiracy drama. It is, drama. and it's a damn shame it's not going on for more seasons too. I mean, yeah. this is a, it was it was creative and very well written. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think it's a good show. Uh, uh yeah, check it out. I definitely would recommend it. Yeah, ten episodes per season. It's like it's not gonna take long. Yeah, even more so than Ace. Ace, like I said, is hit or miss. But I think this is actually has decent historical context incorporated in you know fiction. Another another film that's like a what if version of America. Have you ever seen White Man's Burden? I've heard of it. I haven't seen it. Yeah, where like the racial roles of black people and white people are reversed. We're on top, and they're the oppressed minority. Mm. But it's like there's a lot of things in the film where they could have gone. What, 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 what is that on? Um, it was a movie that came on HBO like year like back in the '90s. Okay. It's John Travolta and Harry Belafonte. Mm, okay. Yeah, there, there's a lot of things in the film that that make you think and wonder that they didn't touch on. Like for example, in this reality, is there a black KKK? Mm-hmm. Did white people did um did white people create black exploitation? And if it is, what's it called? White exploitation. <laughs> white exploitation. Yeah. There's no hip hop in that reality. Heavy metal is the music for the angry white minority masses. Mm-hmm. I'll check it out just to see how that concept played out. And is there something called black pl- black, black privilege in that reality? It, I mean, it, it, it raises a lot of questions. Yeah, yeah. That they don't touch on in the film. They rely on a lot of stereotypes, like 
a black, like what's it called? Overeager cops beating on beating on men. In this case, overeager black cops beating on white men. Mm, okay. I'm, like, I'm like, yeah, we see that with white with the exact opposite in the real world. Mm-hmm. But it's like mm-hmm. having it reverse. It makes you think. It's like, is this wrong? <laughs> Given the historical, yeah, it's like oh, it's like OJ and PTSD. Yeah, it's like OJ. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. we all know that nigga was guilty. Yeah, yeah but it's yeah. like people were celebrating in the street because. It's like the first time that black people got over on a white man in in open court. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, bro. Yeah, but other than that, that nigga, that that like Uncle Rucker said, that nigga is guilty. <laughs> uh, and he didn't help his case no further by putting out a book called "If I Did It." I know, nah. I think I think the proof is in the pudding for OJ. Mm-hmm. But yeah, nah. Um, that's about it. Um, that's about it. Yes, it is. You guys all comment about the various topics that interest you. Um, Ace Ventura, let us know some of your funniest scenes. Mm-hmm. Like, subscribe, spread. Spread, yes. Pause. Yeah. No, not pause. Spread the content. I'm using it in the right context. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. What's that? And then, yeah. <laughs> also for Hunters, season one and two, great show. If you haven't watched it, go check it out. Yes, if indeed. you watched it, you know, let us know what you think. Um, some of the scenes that mind boggled you, and some of the scenes that stood out for you. And any any female pro wrestlers you think we might have missed, or you think that we might really have some appeal to us, let us know in the comments as well, too, because we know we didn't cover everybody. And especially you guys that watch modern day wrestling. Yeah. Because we don't follow it anymore. So comment about some of the great and outstanding female wrestlers and performers that are in the game now. Indeed. Um, and also. Don't think I forgot. If you want me to get Cy a Barbie shirt, or should I say a Ken shirt for next episode, let me know in the comments. <laughs> let me know in the comments, whether it's on YouTube, whether it's on uh, Instagram, or any of our platforms. Let me know. I will get that T-shirt for him. And I won't Ken Barbie. Duh. You don't have to, dog. It'll be on the. It'll be on the set, ready for you. It'll dog. be on the set, but I ain't wearing that shit. And it's le- I'm gonna leave it in this household, dog. Have you oh, watched the Barbie? Household, have you right. watched the Barbie movie? Ken has no agency. Well, you do now. The fans want to see you in a t-shirt. And you Ken, want me to Ken, see him? Ken, Ken's a white man. If, if you want to see it, don't matter, Sai. <laughs> a blonde and a white man who has no racial inclusion. He's a... If you want me to get my man Sai a t-shirt that has a Barbie or a Ken, yeah, black Barbie. Let me know. I'm gonna get it for him, dog. He seems to like the movie. He seems to be a fan. He's raising awareness to Barbie. <laughs> so all at my dog. Let me know in the comments. We appreciate <laughs> we appreciate y'all tuning in once again. We love y'all. And right. just like that. Deuces. Peace. We out. Stay in your seat. <laughs>